All right, the opinions and views shared here on Ask the Rotor Turns are strictly the opinions of the host and do not reflect the professional capabilities of the Rescue Company One, Southeastern Medical Academy, and the amazing Dr. Benjamin Abel. In fact, they are just our opinions and they're not the professional opinions of the doctor. Please follow your local protocols. Don't veer from your local protocols unless our opinion is in your local protocols. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think anyone knows what it means anymore. Scholars maintain that the translation was lost hundreds of years ago. It, doesn't it mean Saint Diego? No. No. No, that's that's what it means. <laughs> really. Well, agree to disagree. Do you think a whale's vagina is like moist all the time? I hope it doesn't smell like the sea lion's. (laughs) Did you smell a sea lion's vagina today? I just smelled the sea lion in general. Oh, they were not. They didn't smell good. Oh, they're they're wild animals. Sometimes when you're down there, there's like a little smell of the sea. You know (laughs) what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this was like a strong (laughs) smell of the sea. (laughs) That's not a good smell. No. Well, welcome back to As the Road Returns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You've, you know, got past the pre-recorded, um, what do we call that thing? Disclaimer. Disclaimer, Disclaimer yeah. It's a little late. <laughs> and and, uh, it, and uh, sponsors. And sponsors. It's, so if you're still here, well, welcome back. Hey, buddy. I'm on the island tonight. Yes, you got voted off the other day. I did. That's against my wishes. I know. I will not record without my birthday buddy. And I don't really like being like a third wheel. So having yeah. just like a random corner and like sharing yeah, a microphone yeah. and no headphones, like yeah. that's not really my jam. Yeah. I feel it's like my, I'm, it's my fault. I apologize. I have written policy to he, keep that from happening again. He literally walked over and goes, oh, I mean, you can sit this one out if you want to. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so you're telling me there's no room for me. Got I, it. I love Jason's look. Yes. At you right now. So, but I've written, <laughs> I've written policy to keep you on here at all times. Well, good. You know, there's, of course, we got little Corey back with us. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up so much. <laughs> and then the hippo. Yellow. I mean, even the hippo didn't really have a microphone yesterday. I no, no, no. really didn't. He, he had to share a mic. Yeah, for a but he bit. doesn't have as much to say as I do. This is true. Uh, no, I have more. Yeah, this is say. true. No. I have lots to say. This is true. It's just these fingers and this mind. You're so magical and busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Black a lot, ben- lot of stuff going on over here. Black Ben's here. People are going to be. I'm sorry. No, Black he's ben. Black Joe. <laughs> Black Joe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. We got too many people. Yeah. We're going to have to call you like. Whatever your name is, uh, whatever your name is, he's Brown, here. Be- people are gonna be so disappointed. Hey, hey. People are gonna be so disappointed when they find that you're not a black dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Don't worry, Black Ben's not black either. And Sweet Tea is back. You can always have my microphone. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> he hates the microphone. Though, but not the headphones because he liked the music. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that that was on point. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny is I think one of like our best podcasts when we sucked as a podcast. Not that we got any better, but <laughs> y- you know when we were really horrible. One of our best podcasts was one where Robbie was shit faced, and it was me, Robbie, and Creepy Ryan. Oh my god! Oh man, that was good. <laughs> that was a good podcast. 
But uh, obviously, the love of my life is missing. She's got a headache. Long day. It was those sea lions. Yeah. yeah. She's allergic to sea lions. So she's never <laughs> going again. You know, but man, it's still here in San Diego. If you couldn't tell from the intro. And good conference day. Yeah. Very good day. day. Yeah. Good conference day. Again, still highlight of the conference is the, the uh, I guess, you know, human pinata that, they, that we had yesterday. Oh, well, because people don't see that. Yeah, loved it. People loved it, man. And and then you know a lot of a lot of things happening at the conference. Today. I had some future flight crew guys come up to me after your talk asking if uh, I guess they're doing a difficult airway in Virginia or something. He goes, "Is that guy? Is that going to be you guys? Because I really want to see that doctor cut some guy somebody apart again." <laughs> yeah, obviously it's not, but it is friends of ours that do that over there. Yeah, that's uh, God. What, I always forget his name. Uh, he was going to come down and do the talk. Um, at oh, the oh, oh, yeah. Um. So he owns Murray. Murray. Yep. So he David owns, Murray. So he owns a license over there, and it's yes. a lot of uh, VCU people that yep. are going to be over there teaching. So you couldn't get a class from better people. Yeah. Now, when they do the difficult airway, do they do it like us and have a cadaver? No, they, we're pretty unique in that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So we're the only ones actually, as far as I know, that really do it. That we bring the cadaver with the consistency that we do it. Right. It's not required for the course. Right. So um, you know, it just happens to be that we do it as part of our air medical class and we just you know it's what we do you know it's what we originally got it for uh which is crazy after all these years like to think back when we were just asking people to can we buy humans from you (laughs) (laughs) robbie was here then (laughs) now there's like a standard form yeah just yeah you know I was thinking the first, we invented, we thought we were going to be millionaires with this uh, amputation prop that we built. So me and Josh actually built this. Mm-hmm. We we bought every single uh, IV arm you could buy, which is why I have a million IV arms. <laughs> and we put, PV, remember the PVC pipe? Yeah, we put the PVC pipe through it and we did all this blood and all this stuff. And then we would saw it. And like we would like trap it in a car and shit. We did all kinds of cool shit with like that. And then, uh, and then we bought humans. <laughs> um, One's way more realistic. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, don't know it, which one. The, I think the PVC arm thing was pretty good. It's a lot better than a chair. Yeah. <laughs> PVC. Hey man, do you look at people's faces when I say that in a class? And people go, PVC chair. And versus metal chair, PVC chair illegal. Can't put people in it. <laughs> people go, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's some shit. But no, I mean it's a good thing. Uh, future flight crew people, uh, I did. Uh, you know, every year that that seems to get mm-hmm. even be a better thing. This year they're wearing these cool ass vests. I wanted to jack one from them. I those things are awesome. We yeah. need vests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like I, I like I like the color. Mm-hmm. I like the whole thing about it. What you think about that, Robbie? You're a future flight crew guy. You should have pulled some some rank. And yeah, back when I did it, they didn't have a good program. They were just like, "Hey, show up to the conference, empty some trash, and uh, we'll show you guys what Air Medical is about." So they've they've come a long way. <laughs> How did you hear about it? Like back then, when you the interwebs, the interwebs. Yeah, I was just kind of searching around for education and came across them, and was like, "Oh, that's kind of neat. It's in Georgia. Let me see if I can do that." Yeah. And you went, that was the first conference, right? I think that was their second one. Second one? Yeah. How many people in your future flight crew 
when you went through? I think there were nine of us. No shit. Now it's like, I guess they have tons of applicants. Mm-hmm. And they only take like 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the the people that run that, it seems to be the same people that we've seen a few times. Yeah, every year. Yeah. And, man, this is, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, that whole Future Flight crew and all that, because they're meeting with them consistently for a year. And then this is like the culmination of their stuff. Yesterday they were talking about they did uh, interviews, mm-hmm. like mock, mock know, interviews. Mock interviews. The uh, they, <laughs> the one guy goes, all of our uh, resumes were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there's an art to that. And I yep. think that resumes and things like that change through, you know, probably since the last time we put one in. You know, mm-hmm. you've recently changed jobs and stuff like that. So, you know, if you don't mind me asking you, like, from the time you turned in a resume, like say when you came to Air Care versus when you went to Trauma One, the, the much in it, uh, information changed, but did your format change at all? No. No. So yeah, I, want... I just changed dates and turned it in. Luckily, I had relationships there, so the resume wasn't a big thing. For yeah. Me. It was a one pager versus. No, I had to. It was two pages. Yep. Now you. It used to be like that was the standard was one page. Yeah. People want a cover sheet, but want to cover like the thing that has the highlights and then. You can add more details in a uh, in a resume. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like they call it a one sheet or a you know a cover sheet or whatever you want to call it. That's what people want to look at, and they you want to have you know, and then it be tailored to the job that you're applying for. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's key too. Cause, yeah, uh, I've done a lot of research on resumes. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, but I used to require all my paramedic students at the end of the uh, at the end of the program they had to turn a resume in. Oh, that's cool, right? Because I wanted to look at it first. Write that now. I wanted yeah. to look at it first, <laughs> right? Before they leave the program, before they go apply somewhere and look retarded. Yeah. Yep. Right. And I kid you not. Do you know how many people would take a word document mm-hmm. and just type stuff on there? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you understand? There's actual templates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That make it right? really easy. Super yeah. easy, right? Yeah. Like you just fill in so, the blank. But you'll get people that have a one page, have a five page, right? Uh-huh. And it really does depend on the job yeah. that you're applying for, mm-hmm. right? On the length and degree of how much it should be. And, and most of us, honestly, what we're applying for is a one page, yeah, right? As you progress up, you start increasing the number of your pages. So. Well, I think I noticed a lot of the one pages at the bottom say like, hey, if you... Uh, for further information or Correct. more, more, you know, we, you yep. know, more can be added or something like yeah. that. I don't know yeah. what the actual verbiage for that is. You know, the funniest shit is, is that I remember talking to one, I, I forget which one of our dumbasses that work here was where I was like, Hey man, I need your CV. And oh, that was me. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. Oh, was that you? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, CV. he just fuck? didn't turn anything in. <laughs> I still don't really know what the fuck it is. Curriculum vitae. But yeah. I, I figured it out. Just like, say resume. A resume. Yeah. yeah. Well, motherfuckers, I'm just, you know, a resume is harder for me to spell than CV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's like CV quickly now. So he just didn't turn shit in. Like, I remember yeah. This. He's like, well, I don't have one of those. Yeah, I, right. It's like a, it's like a certification. I don't yeah. have that. No. I, I, I definitely think that it wasn't you. It was either a Dakota or a or Schultz or something like that where mm. they were just like, well, I guess I'm not going to work here anymore because I don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but 
Uh, it's it's pretty cool, man, to watch these these people get picked up. You know, we had a couple guys that that came through class that were future flight crew, and you know they were being choosy about where they wanted to work because they can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they can do that. So, a lot of jobs out there right now, though. They, uh spoke to some people from Air Methods. They're doing a lot of that float pool and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which I think, if you're a single person. Not to turn this into an Air Methods commercial or anything like that, but if you're a single person, that's the fucking job to have. Oh, yeah. You Travel know, the country. Yeah. And- Angel did that. That works for us. So he was working out of Kansas. So he would fly from Orlando to Kansas on Air Methods Dime, mm-hmm. but he was getting all the points mm-hmm. for flying. So he's getting the points to fly and, do, you know, they're paying for him. He would go do his 24 on, 24 off, and he did. I don't know how many he did. But then when he was off... They don't have to fly him back to Orlando. He would. He went to Spain one time for his days off, and then from Spain back to Kansas, went to work, and then came home. I go, you motherfucker, man. Yeah. I was like, that's the shit to have. You're a single person, you know, no kids, no nothing. Why the fuck wouldn't you do it? You know, why wouldn't you do that and stuff? So, you know, so interesting, though. All these conferences, is, which is we're fucking kind of done with conferences. Like, we're at the mm-hmm. end of, like, yeah, fuck, it's, man. it's over. Yeah. Till next year. Till next yeah. year. <laughs> and then there's more. Like, <laughs> next year, January. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, start rolls o- back it over. starts over. Rolls back over and stuff. So, like, uh, you know, what kind of conferences we got? Right off the beginning of the year, we have... Um, the new Fire Rescue East, which, which is, is now Florida Orlando. Fire yeah, Conference. Yeah, Florida Fire Conference. Yeah, it's in They're Orlando. Trying to remake it. Yeah, that's going to be in Orlando. So that's one not too bad. No, trying to get out there. I think it's kind of cool what they're doing. It, it's it been Fire Rescue East forever, and it's been the way we've always done it. And yeah. they're noticing that there's a lull in it, and so they're trying to remake it into something else so that it, you yeah. know, is cool again. You need to revive it, man. Every every every, every few years you need to change yeah. it, be, be uh, new and stuff. But um, and then, like, I guess... We have a bunch of accreditation conferences next year. Yeah, to go to. we go. Then we go. After that, we don't go again until March. Yeah. But we we go to Vegas for the. Yep. I think that's the Abhess one. Yep, and then Coams, and you know a lot of what have you. That one's in like nuts. Oklahoma or some shit. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Like a credit the con. Shun, the Sun the Sunshine State, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man, but. And then EMS World is in Vegas next year. Yeah. Now that I'm a professional uh, craps player, I'll be going there. <laughs> Only make... if you take Black Joe with yeah. you. Black I'm, Joe. I'm his lucky charm. Black Joe made me some money, bro. He's yeah. like a good whore. Like, it was just amazing. <laughs> I'm like, you stay right next to me, man. And, you know, I was hitting $2 yo's, $25 yo's. You know, it was fucking awesome. Dude, I went from like $25 to $700. I go, this motherfucker's good luck. That's why he's here. <laughs> Which he's left his wife stranded at a hotel. <laughs> I'm like, man, I really hope this lady doesn't put a hit on us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for that. So last night when we were got done, you know, so it may not be last night for whoever's listening to this whenever it goes up. But when we got done uh, with the podcast, it did bring up the young man that was sick that we've brought up a bunch of times on the podcast that was terminated from his job. Mm. And um, it, it's uh, such an unbelievable thing. And I did some research on stuff. So 
in the state of Florida, like what these departments are protect, uh, protected by is that there is a 12-month clause on, like, uh, I guess, uh, FMLA and stuff like that, where you can only be, like, at that 12-month period, the employer does have the, yep. the ability. They don't have to. Right. They don't have to. But they do have the, the I guess, the ability to just terminate you. Right, FMLA doesn't protect you anymore. Yeah. Uh, the I, the International Association of Firefighters does not allow reclassification. You know what I'm saying? So, so like if you're an IFF department, you're not allowed to be reclassified in a sense that some departments would just put you as a now you need to go take these two classes. You're an inspector, mm-hmm. you know, or you're a uh, person that does QA. Like they can't reclassify your job. So places choose to follow that. They don't, if you're a firefighter sworn person, then they don't reclassify you. And I'm not speaking for for the county of Lakes, but it may be the situation that they're in over there. Well, and Florida's a, a right to work state, so yeah. you can get fired for anything. You, you know, that definition yeah. gets thrown around a lot. What? And I want to, I'm glad you mentioned that. What do you think that means, Robbie? Right to work state. Essentially, the employer has the right to hire and fire as they see fit. That's what most people think. Does anybody think anything different about it? What does that actually mean? I was going to pretty much say very, very similar. Yep. Is, it, is that more like a like also like a no? Like if you were to leave a job, that that you wouldn't be prevented from getting a, a similar job in the same field? No, I mean that. Like, believe it or not, the the defi- most common definition that people put on it, it it, it is is uh, only part of that whole right to work. The reality is in the state of Florida, you the right to work state means that you can work at a job, even if that's a union job, you don't have to be part of that union. Correct. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. what that means. Okay. So it doesn't it doesn't it's not like that it protects the employer or, or anything like that. It's just more is the employee. Mm-hmm. If you if there's a bargaining unit as part of that, you you can be a scab and work there. Not pay the union dues. Not pay the union but dues. But still collect. But still collect all the benefits. But still collect all the benefits. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's really what. That yeah. So that's really what it means. But but when you hear about, you know, you hear the lawyers talk about it, like in, in my department, the lawyers talk about it. Oh well, it's right to work state. They can they can fire you at your at will. You know, you we can fire you at any, any point in time. Yeah. The, the, any and job, then just, any job can do that. Just like Josh. Right. Yeah. And you gotta and then you have to fight it yeah. so, five, ten so years later. Like you bring up something interesting, can, Jason. Nobody like, can do that. No, so you bring something interesting. So the right to work say anything what protects you. What protects you is that there is laws out there that keep you from unfairly being fired. Mm-hmm. Now the employer can fire you without cause, but the burden of proof that there is no cause is not on the employer, is on you. You see what I'm saying? So that for example, Josh is a great point. Josh gets terminated. It's on Josh to hire the attorneys to do all the stuff to get his job back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. like, if, if you're not willing to uh, do that fight, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. But if, if you don't have that or if you don't have if you don't have that money, then you can't do it. Yeah. You know, you can't fight it. So, but here it is. Like, it's it just, again, polling the room. Is this kid got a cancer? The answer is obviously yes. Is this kid's cancer due because of the job? What do you think, Jason? I mean, the way that basically the way that it works is we have our job. It is 
dangerous. We're subjected to a lot of different things. So because he's worked in the field and now he has cancer, yes, uh, it has has to be it has to be associated with it. A hundred percent, right? There's no cancer history in these kids, as far as like the research that I did, right? There's no history no. of cancer in the family. No, the guy has a cancer. He only worked very small amount of time, right? Which puts him outside the window of being covered, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's the thing for for the presumptive law of cancer, right? Do you think Corey is on the job? Again, our opinions are just our opinion. This is not anything. You don't think? Uh, no, I'm not saying no. It's just so. You know, we can't prove it is, but you can't prove it isn't. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm on that, and, I, and I'm gonna elaborate on that here in a second, buddy. What do you think? I think that kind of going with what going off of what Corey said, you can't prove that it is. You can't prove that it's not. But I feel like when you know you're in a profession that has such a high risk, you should have to prove to me that it's not. Yeah. You don't have to prove that it is. You should have to prove to me that it's not. Yeah. So, Sweet Tea, what do you think? Do uh, Did they do the uh, life scans down there on New Year's? Anymore. You want to know the last time my fireman husband had a actual physical? Not even just a life scan, just a regular fire department being a fireman physical. You want to know the last time he had one of those? Three fucking years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They had they had to uh, actually go away with life scan because life scan was sending too many people home or on workers' comp. Yeah, they were catching too many things that were wrong with people yeah, and so like decided, their hearts and their lungs. and Yeah. So, so now we, we don't do life scan. No. We send them to the county... So position. we were saving lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we said we can't do that anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So now we send them to the free clinic during their birthday month, but it's taken them three years to figure out that that's what they want to do. So you have people that have been doing this job for almost 20 years that have been exposed to all of the things yeah. already. And, oh, eh, whatever. Like, uh, it's insane. Jason, how scared are you that something's going to show up? Like, when you go to the thing, like, are you are you thinking that, man, this is the year? No. You, no. I, I mean, I should be because it, it, you know, it runs in my family and, you yeah. know, being around it for so much. But I don't know. I guess I I have my blinders on, you know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not thinking yeah. that anything is going to pop up, but. Yeah, neither did Danny. Did, yeah. Did, did oh, you, well, yeah, of course. Corey, do you think about that shit at all? Like, that's going to come up? This is it. So, it does it cross my mind? Absolutely, 100%. Right? I mean, yeah. I'm in the, the job, the career, the classification, right? But there's two sides to it, right? There's the last 13 years where I've technically not really been a firefighter been more of a flight paramedic yeah right so you're yeah. away from it yeah but what are we exposed to on the helicopter every day the fucking week? fuels and the that, flight suit you know that diesel fuel right yeah that, not diesel fuel i'm sorry but yeah. the, the jet fuel right yeah and i think we get exposed to it so much that we don't even smell it yeah it's on us and i can't tell you how many times i've walked into these hospitals Man. and i see people that i know that want to give me a hug and they go oh fuck, fuck. yeah and i'm like what yeah God damn you, the, fucking reek! And yeah, I'm like, we've walked in with what? patients where they're like, "Does this patient need to be decon?" And it ain't the patient; it's us. No, that's us. Yeah, this oh, wow. so that's where 
you know, after a few years, you start wondering, like, okay, well, what's the worst of the two evils yeah. here, right? The carcinogens in all the structure fires and in my gear, or is it going to be all this? And fuel? I think you're, you know, the last few years flying in a 407 and now, you know, 130, I think you're in a better position than some of us with these rear load aircraft. Because we're right in the direct line of those motherfucking shit. You ever yeah. wonder about that, Robbie? Because, you know, um, the craziest, uh, Tracy, they used to work with us. Not to throw her business out there. But she would pop with these benign tumors all the time. Like, they're pulling fucking tumors and shit out of her. And they, the per, the one last one of the last cancer doctors she had before she stopped working with us was telling, like, she goes, look, there's a lot of things that link these Products of uh, incomplete combustion, the black shit that's coming out of that fucking pipe that we're loading patients in with benign tumors, you know, just uh, whatever they call them. It's not been as benign, but it's another name for it where there's just, you know, it's just shit that's growing in you. There's not. But fuck, man, there's a lot of shit out there that we're exposed to. But the flight suit is one of those other things. It's like, you know, if you're just wearing that motherfucker around, that ain't healthy for you. Either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? PFOS. PFAS is on that. But on Blake's situation, that kid, like in fire standards, nobody's washing your gear. Right. right. Nope. And then you're going, you have that gear in your vehicle when, you know, back to class. It's not new gear. You right. When's saying? the last time it was washed? Yeah. It's not, I'm sure they wash it in between classes and shit. Yeah, but if you're waiting till the end of every class, you can't. There's no way you're getting even close to enough of whatever's in there out. Oh, listen, the, there's a gentleman where Corey works. That that's their, you know, they own a business where they're giving renting gear to people for saying there's a. He was he's been in a, one of our flight classes. He's uh, him and his brother own the business. God, fuck, fucking just said his name the other day. Corey but, looks perfect. But yeah, bald headed dude. Honestly, yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he has hair, <laughs> tall, yeah. white, maybe black. Like two arms. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fireman. A fireman. You know the guy. You know the thing? So, but, you know, like, they do that, but they, they do um, uh, a gear exchange, like, at a certain point in class where they take the gear, give them cleaner gear and stuff like that. So, I think it's pretty cool. It makes them pretty unique. Um, and they're doing they're doing pretty good with that shit. I'll think of the dude's name here in a few. Uh, but yeah, out there, Martin County entrepreneurs. But you know, I, I do think that the buddy, you've got some feelings that you've been wanting to share that we mm. didn't do. So let them out. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess it just pisses me off because this is somebody who not only is he in a very unfortunate situation because he is so young and he has an incurable brain tumor that you can't prove to me is not job related yeah um and has been fighting for his life and has been going through such a horrible experience and the chemo pills and the you know all of the things that he's doing how sick he is and then you come in to the fire service, I'm imagining, as an outsider looking in, you come in there and it's this family, it's this brother and sisterhood, and it's all of these things. And why is it so often that these people that go through this 
you, everybody is all gung-ho and supporting them and we're doing fundraisers and we're having picnics and we're selling t-shirts and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it goes away. You're just done with them. But you know what didn't go away? The fucking brain tumor in his head. Yeah. That didn't go away. The fact that his whole life was ripped away from him, that didn't go away. He, He still posts like every day. About how he misses the department, how he wants to go back, and all he like, wants to do is all. run a call. Yep. He to the point that he doesn't care if he's on a fire truck. He doesn't care if he's on a box. He just wants to go back to work. He just wants to go to work because you know what? That's some sense of normalcy for him. Because anything compared to what he's been fighting is better. Yeah. But then you have all of these people in these higher positions and these HR people and these chiefs coming in. And nobody gives a fuck about these guys anymore. You have a 20-year fireman that you're not even giving a fucking physical to in the last three years. You can't. That is not okay. You have people working in the fire department, in the fire service that have drug problems, alcohol problems. You have other people that are around them that are recognizing it and they're saying something. They're stepping up. They're saying something. Hey, this person's got a problem. This person needs help. Blah, blah, blah. Same thing with Josh. He needs help. Yeah. What do you get? You get a big fuck you. Yeah. Medicine. They give you some pills. And then what do they do? They fire you. Man, I'm going to tell you, like, you know, so, so uh, you know, I own this business here. And my hope is for everybody here to be the healthiest that they possibly could be. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the, the biggest tool I have is is the people that work here. So we have, you know, to me is like, as we've, we're getting bigger and growing, trying to figure out like, how do we keep you healthy? How do we balance things out a little bit more? Not just for you guys, but for myself, like trying not to be, um, doing this every day. You know what I mean? So the, the, the work life balance and all that stuff, there's a lot to be thinking in there. When you have as a County or a city, there's no like endless, pockets you know what i'm saying there is a limit to what they're going to spend what i my question is is how they come up with that number how do you come up with the number of this is the cost of somebody's life this is the cost of this person this is the what i'm willing to pay for this you know what i mean like i i just don't know like i don't I don't know where that I is. I think it's statistics. They come. They use statistics to find out. Well, I'm sure well, there's actuaries and people we, that look into that. Yeah. Are, are that they, what are the chances that if we roll the dice and we don't do physicals or we don't do this or we don't do that, that anybody's going to follow up with us, number one. And number two, if uh, something happens, you know, are we liable? No. No, of course. The county's not liable for yeah. anything because it's a county. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, uh. I don't care who hears it. I don't care who knows I say it and whatever, but they better fucking run if something happens yeah. to my husband because of your lack of uh, doing what you should do. Somebody gonna get Having physicals, yeah. you better fucking run. That's crazy. Every one of them. I still got a bum knee. Yeah. I still haven't been able oh, to yeah. go to the doctor. Falls on a fucking call. Yeah. Gets injured on the job. Yeah, and has and nothing. goes to a doctor. Well, they didn't like what that doctor said, so now he has to go to some other fucking podunk doctor that we don't even know who it is, and they make him an appointment six months out, and it's already been over a year. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. 
Why? Oh, we don't give a fuck because it's yeah. not that. It's not the guy sitting in the office. It's not his knee. Yeah. Fucking I, crazy. Are you guys doing life scans, Corey? Or what are you guys doing over there? So our union has brought them in a couple times. Yeah. Um, but at your own cost, right? Correct. So we pay out of pocket to have them done. Uh, I know they're working towards trying to make that kind of the standard. We're just not there yet. It should so, be the standard. And it should include the calcium scan. Yeah. Yeah. So, calcium. Uh, you know, uh, I'm horrifically hypertensive. And I had a calcium scan done this year. <coughs> and... uh and I was so surprised how like how clean those pipes are in there. Yeah. I need to get it done. You know, yeah. but get it done. man, let me tell you, something. Amanda had a, she uh, set up my appointment to go and shit because you know I don't set up my own shit. <laughs> and uh, when, and I remember going into it that morning that I was like, I think Nervous. I even I even told her I'm like, fuck, man. Because yeah. the last dude I knew that that went like he ended up getting calf and all kinds of shit like. Mm-hmm. This shit's pretty legit. Like, yeah. you know, they, they... I, there is a there is an immediate need for it. And there is enough. I feel like there is enough data and there's enough people that have been through things and that things have happened. That had that been a standard of physicals for them. Man could have drastically changed so much of their lives. I, I think that that life, every story you hear about the life scan catches some that would never been caught. Some we we, we yeah. caught so many cases of cancer. Yeah, and some of them, you know, were not reversible, but majority of them were, and they were caught yeah. early enough that they were right. able to be treated. And it makes a difference. And yeah. they even, you know, for the longest time. Um, when they were doing life scans, as long as you were m- legally married, your spouse could come and do Can't it. And do you one. had to pay for it, yeah. but it was a heavily discounted rate. Um, I did it the first year we were married, and I found out uh, so much. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'm you got you know, a lot grateful of inner, for it. You got a lot of inner t- difference yeah. stuff. <laughs> Robbie, did you guys do life scan when you were still in the fire department? Or? No, we just basically went to the employee clinic once yeah. a year. Yeah, that, I'm going to tell you a badass employee clinic story here in a few. Uh, do you guys do life scan over there? Yeah, I have to give credit where it's due. We we do have the, the life scan and the, the family. Cass, yeah, well, well, the family. The family can do yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's like $300. Yeah. We can have... So, so I get hired. When I got hired in city of Orlando, they had this thing called OMC, which is the Orlando Medical Clinic. And that's what they're your physicals. You would go there every, you know, every district. It wasn't on your birthday. You would go every district would do this. And they call them driver's physicals at Orlando because originally the only people that got physicals were the 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 biggest part of the city for that is if you drove a vehicle in the city, you needed a drug test every year. Mm-hmm. So you got a drug test every year. Because there's nothing yeah. like plant pre-planning a drug yeah. test. So, but they would. They at some point somebody sued and they go well now everybody gets a physical f- to be a driver so they call them drivers physicals <laughs> so we would go get drivers physicals every year at OMC well they uh, before I got hired I, and the the case popped up after I got hired but before I got hired people were getting like really bad like blood work would come back and they just they go well. This blood work is bad. So a, parent, a doctor admitted to this. 
they would look at it and they go, this blood work is bad. But if we send them to get further studies, it's going to cost us this amount yeah. of money. Right. right. So they would basically go, yeah, let's not do that. Let's not send the bat. We'll just recheck it next year. <laughs> and they next would, year. And they yeah. would come back yeah. and the blood work was even worse. And they go, well, still the cost of it. So they would play the cost of it. Mm-hmm. So we ended up having these 10 guys that were um, positive for hepatitis C, a bunch of liver issues and stuff like that. They was that they were could have gotten help years earlier Man. had they gone to to in like um, so these guys won a fucking hell of a case against the city like it closed down that clinic and made us go to this other system of physicals and then on your birthday um, if you were a hazmat person you got hazmat drug yep. you know and all the stuff yep. it was it was just crazy man like but one of the guys uh, actually worked with for a very short period of time named uh, Larry Crumley. I call him sexual chocolate because he looked just like the wrestler sexual chocolate. And um, he's a massive human being. Florida State football player. Played at Florida State. You know, Robbie's alma mater. Go Gators. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, <laughs> go Rattlers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but he ended up with one of those hepatitis C things. And the craziest shit, he, we, again, we would go to physicals together. And, and the doctor would go, he would ask the doctor, he goes, I, my eyes are yellow. Do you think my liver's okay? And they go, well, exactly. I heard this when my black people's eyes are always yellow. <laughs> That's what the dude said. I was like, wow. is that true? I go, no, that ain't true. I'm like, you know, but that's what they told him. And for years, he's sick, man. He was sick with that bad fucking liver, all this shenanigans, man. But, yeah, closed down the city's clinic, and we went with this uh, – Advent runs it now and that type of shit. But that's the type of shit that happens, man. I think that's what makes me the most angry is that it all comes down to how much is this going to cost us? And what pisses me off is what gives them the right to put a price tag on your life? Yeah. Like, you're damn sure never going to miss hose testing to make sure that you get all the state money and the ISO ratings and the this yeah. and that. Yeah. There you go. We're not, there, there you go. That's We damn sure aren't missing that. We're going to nope. make sure those hoses don't have any holes in them and they squirt the water. Okay? Fuck well, the guy that's got well, a hold of it. And it's the paperwork. And it's the vector solution. Yes. Yeah. It's, oh, you you, you fucked up. Yeah. You fucked up because you didn't sit in front of the computer long enough and yeah. let the thing play by itself. Yeah. You know, to learn. Because But the fact that you could have cancer growing in your body. Matter. Doesn't we matter. don't give a fuck about that. Nope. What what can we do as employees to change the system? I what's the idea out there? Because we can complain about this all day long. We can scream is. at this, but there is there a solution? Like you know, the unions are banging their heads against their wall. Like, what is the solution to this? I don't have that answer. I'm just I don't either, and I don't I don't know how you can make this select group of people change their mindset and make them recognize that what they're doing is wrong on so many levels. They're putting price tags on people's lives and they just don't care about the people. Like it's, it's ethically wrong. It's morally wrong. All of it is wrong. Like you're depending on these people to, you know, to be, to say the cliche, 
lines to run in when everybody else is running out and to be there in your worst moment and you know all of these things you're expecting and you're demanding that and you're demanding that they be properly trained and you're demanding perfection and all of these things but we don't care if they're dying on the inside yeah, it goes along just, with the mental a, health stuff. It goes broken. with physical health. It's it's the cancers. It's the the drinking. It's the drugs. It's the all of the things that are happening that you're seeing all across the board. Nobody in those higher positions cares about people. They've all forgotten where they came from, or they have HR people who have never been there and they have no fucking idea what these guys are doing. Yeah. Even if they did, they don't care. That's the that's the issue. And how is how do you have so many people with so much power? How can you just not care? I don't understand. I don't uh, understand how you can't care about that to that point. I think on multiple circumstances, we've had this same type of conversation. In the sense, is like I don't know. I don't know where your soul goes. I don't know where (laughs) what things change. But, you know, Robbie, you, you got a unique perspective in, a, in, in the sense that you, you worked the fire department in, in, and then, you know, you came over to to this, you know, the private EMS side, if you wanted to call it, of things. And, and like, I, I really don't think that the bosses that are on the private side working both just like you are any different than the fire department side. Do you do you, do you feel like I mean, the, the upper management, the. The people away from us. Sure. Yeah. I mean, their goal is to successfully run the business at the lowest cost possible to with the biggest profits. My job is to make sure I go home safe. And so uh, I just take a personal responsibility that if I don't feel right or if I go get my annual physical on my own, I'm not relying on the government or the yeah. employee employer to provide me with the things that I need to keep myself safe. If it's there as a tool, I'll try to use it. But mm-hmm. other than that, that's, it's not their responsibility in my book, so I don't rely on them to do it for me. So, you know what I find interesting, though, and I'm glad Robbie brought it up. I knew, man. I'll tell you what. I know my Robbie. <laughs> and and here's, a, here's, a, here's a cool thing. So, like, you take our current job now makes it uh, it's a revenue-producing job. So, and it's like the mission is to make revenue. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to call it, it is to make revenue. The fire service in general is not – that's not – the job description, right? Like this is not the job description. It's not to make, it's a cost, right? You get paid for what you could possibly need to do. And that's what I'm saying. It hasn't really changed since who, who came up with that idea? Who is the person that came up with this organized, trained, professional fire department idea? You know, Benjamin Franklin, man, I'll tell you what, that dude's smart. You know, and why did Benjamin Franklin come up with the fire service? Because he had a helmet that he uh, really liked, and uh, God, I haven't the damn guy, go hold uh, insurance is an insurance like it's insurance. insurance. It's insurance, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. one of the first, like you know, insurance. Um, you know, he, he would insure your home for you, mm-hmm. but in order to keep himself from having to pay you more, he invested money into the professional fire service. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the whole big thing behind it. The man created. The fire service to protect his money, to insure his money. By the way, what is the other thing that under the same, under this, like Virginia is one of the states that still does this. Under the same, like, um, I guess, uh, law or bill that he introduced to create the professional fire service and the insurance 
uh, stuff. It's uh, Bail Bonds. That's like another shit. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, old Ben nice. Franklin created the Bail Bondsman. Mm. He also created uh, uh, fins, like swim fins. Mm. And shit like that. You know, all kinds of man. It's a uh, 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 renaissance man. <laughs> you know, man of many skills. And those are all facts the, that would get you nothing, by the and way. And electricity. If you knew electricity. Yeah, and the telephone. No, the, no that was Andrew Alexander Graham Bell. Bell. You go, God, oh, man, I'm telling oh. you what. But the, the Tesla coil, did he do that one too? The, no, no, no. He did oh. make glasses. Say that again? The Tesla coil, <laughs> the, you know, the thing the with the Tesla. lightning and stuff. Yeah, this guy right here. Benjamin Franklin, he's on the $100 bill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some Benz? I think so. Benz? Yeah. Who's on the $2 bill? Ooh. As obsessed with them as you are, oh, you I love don't them. know the fucking answer? I love them. I don't. Jefferson? Jefferson Davis? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a guy? Yeah. <laughs> you better Google it. Oh, man. We need an answer. DTS, I actually, right, I'll look I, it up. I do have a $2 bill sitting in my bag, actually, but I just don't want to go get it right now. He's going to look. It's the last $2 bill. Trish was so awesome. We went to a strip club, allegedly, <laughs> in, uh, in uh, New Orleans. And she broke out and gave me a uh, stack oh, of Oh, snap. Stack of twos. Who's in it? Fucking Jefferson. But not Jefferson Davis. Yeah. No. Well, is, it, is it old Thomas? It just says Jefferson. Thomas so, Jefferson. Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. So whatever, whatever. Like, old Thomas. The, the one who old, was a president. Well, old this Tomas. one says the Jeffersons. Old Thomas. Uh, like Tomas. the show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but there's only one on there. <laughs> there is. Oh, man. Man, I'm that, good. Dude. Say that. <laughs> Give me that riff again. For now, that. now, now, now. Wrong show. Right now, whatever. Wrong show. Moving on up. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's right. Damn. To, to the sky. sky. See, hey, that's why she's my sister. <laughs> right there. Right hand. Because she knows the difference between Sanford and Son and the Jeffersons. <laughs> but I get it for you. They they all may look alike. That's some fucked up shit, Jason. <laughs> no, it's not. Is that the type of stuff y'all talk about at the Rotary Club over there in the County of Lakes? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it very well could be. Do they know that you're a biracial person? No. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they would throw me out if they knew that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You would lose I mean, my your, last name. You would. You would lose your funny hat. <laughs> <laughs> You, it's uh, I was watching this documentary on the Klan the other day, and it it is really the their membership. I don't know if you know this or not, has decreased drastically. What? What? <laughs> Shocking. That's a shame. And the guy, and the guy going, I don't know why our membership's wrong. And then the dude asked him, Well, who do you not accept? He went through no Catholics, no Jewish people. If you're gay, you're definitely out. Um, you know, blacks. Maybe. Do, we need, do we even need to say that? <laughs> and then it go like he went through all this shit, and I go, "There's well, nobody left. There's nobody left but you and your cousin, and then your <laughs> other cousin Daryl. Sister, this is my brother, brother. Daryl. <laughs> yeah, this is my other brother Daryl. Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man. There's no wonder you guys are like, you guys are running out of white people. Yeah, you know. So like, clan shutting down. Fucking love it. Clayton Bigsby. Yeah, Clayton Bigsby. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm looking up. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. You remember. Woogie uh, boogie. Woogie <laughs> boogie. <yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> that fucking Chappelle, dude. Ah, I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's been a whole day of quoting Chappelle shit. Yeah. This is the only job that you can do that and not get fired or canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you know? God, if we were still live, we'd be canceled right now. Oh. <laughs> That's we'd okay. be canceled. It's okay. Or shadow banned. That's, uh, you know who hates to be shadow banned? Is fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jocko. Jocko hates that shit. You ever hear him go off on that? I don't even know what that is. Oh, I don't either. Oh, shit. I didn't. I, the, well, let me allow yeah. me to millennial educate you. You know what this is? <laughs> no. This is I've crazy. heard of it. I've heard of yeah. it, but so, I don't know what it is. So do you know what it is? Yep. Go ahead and explain it. So essentially the, 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 the platform itself deems you not worthy because of whatever content it yeah. deems that you're, well, you're outside of. You. Demonetizes yep. you. And, yeah. and it will actually stop showing your content. So you're still making it. You're still posting it. It's still, but, it still could be found, but it's, you're not searchable. So it's a bunch of fire chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> okay. Like, let's say we had a podcast named, you know, uh, it you know it's as the road returns, right? Yep. But the topic, let's say you wanted to look up, you know, a podcast that talked about the color blue, and that got demonetized or shadow banned. Basically, you would only find that unless if you search the Rescue Company one went on our found our site and, and then, then looked through it, looked through it and yeah. then that would show up. Ah. So they do that shit so, to Jocko all the time. So like somebody looks the Jocko podcast. Uh, this topic or, you know, podcast number 134. Yeah. If that's one of those things that got shadow banned, shadow banned you could, it won't now, pop are up. Are you I'm notified? Sorry. Do you, are you no, notified? You don't know. You have no, no idea. Where, I guess where the name comes in, Sh- shadow banned. Or, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. It's so, it's so, so if you're like just, you know, demonetized or whatever, they don't like your opinion. You, you mentioned the, you know, the whatever vaccine or any of that <laughs> stuff, all that stuff gets you all fucking um, banned from it. Wait, but what's a Jocko? You don't know Jocko? Jocko Willink? Jocko Willicks. Yeah, Willicks. He's an old Navy SEAL guy. He He's uh, written a couple of books called, you know, uh, Extreme Ownership. Yep. Yeah, which is which is awesome, man. Like, he's actually probably like 10 or 15 minutes down the road. Yeah. He's the same oh, yeah? Guy. Oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. we could have gone to see him. Man. Oh, we, got, we got all day tomorrow. Yeah. He does have a, a master class. Yeah. Yeah, he does do that. I've, I've actually heard that. I've seen that class on there. Um, and let me tell you, man, the the, the one thing that we they had a speaker today at Echo that talked about that this morning, the the uh, keynote speaker, and he talked about you know, and it was pretty much the same thing, ownership. The and by extreme meaning that you know um, you're extreme, like you accept you know the fuck ups, you accept the victories, you do, you know, we win because of the collective whole. Or we lose because of poor leadership. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, man, Jason, you, you guys would have loved the keynote speaker this morning. Yeah. Um, and Corey, get on the microphone because this is going to be fucking. This is going to fuck people up. The following show is brought to you by Braxton College. If you are a RN with an ASN degree, your associates, and would like to get your BSN degree, as most hospitals are requiring this now. Um, Braxton College is a place where you can go. It's 100% online. Um, you can get more information by just going to braxton.edu or email them at info at braxton.edu. He brings up a story about this is the guy, uh, uh, rescue paramedic on Arizona on the helicopter. You know, the uh, 
the state troopers run the stuff here. Yep. And um, they the guy was like badass dude, knew his job really well, but he was extremely clumsy. <laughs> like the guy would drop shit all the time, would do weird, you know, real clumsy. Well, this guy goes to do a re- uh, uh, a skid rescue, you know, so they're just loading the people there, and it's not like a hoisting or anything. Mm-hmm. The lady get one of the, uh, the it's a husband and wife. She gets tangled up on a cactus. He goes down and pull her shoelaces up, stand, and he was like a dude that was like six something, real tall, stands straight up, loses his situational awareness. They use under the rotors and something no. dies no. fucking immediately. Yep. And, and, and it's like, Oof. fuck, where's this guy going to go with this? And the guy, like, not on the flight. He's a, one of the pilots, but he's not on the flight. He wasn't, like, fucking involved or anything like that. But his ownership that he took on that was basically... Uh, a week earlier, the guy's carrying all this coffee and his wallet and all his shit coming into shift, and he drops his phone. His phone, and then when he goes to pick up his phone, he drops the coffee. The coffee, <laughs> and then the guy goes, "You know, man, you need to fucking be careful because you're gonna fucking end up getting killed or something like that." Yep. A week later, the guy gets killed. But his thing was like, he should have responded with, "Hey, so and so, we need to work on." fixing your clumsiness yeah how do we make you better because he's was responsible for not pointing it out and what an interesting fucking yeah. switch did that get you oh 100 at all like that what a fucking switch we're like you know i should have fucking told you you're 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 fucking dangerous right now even though it's simple and he said little things in our job become what big fucking things yep. so yeah. a little yeah. non-problem becomes a Huge problem. problem. Yeah. And we we all work with people like that. Yeah. We all work with those people that are just clumsy and do those little things. And it's just at what point is that going to be their last one? Yeah. 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 It's the, and fuck, man, that's, that's kind of crazy. Made me realize some things as a leader too today that, that like, um, it's, it's not about me. It's not even about you guys. So take our example here as a company that we're here to educate people. It's not about you guys here as employees. It's not about me trying to lead you guys as employees. It's about the student. Mm-hmm. That's who's important. Yep. Why we do things, we do it for those people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we should work collectively together for those people that are going to rotate through here and be in the class. Not to make your work environment better or my business better is to improve the lives of others. Right. You know, which is a pretty cool way to, to kind of look at it. And I go, you know what? That, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the right shit to do. So like the fire department and, and medical, we should be striving to make our people adequate and, and healthy and happy so they can so treat they can the do, patients. So they can like do a good should. job. They can do a good job for the for the patient exactly. and the people they go on there. Yep. Yeah, I, I love it, man. But instead we don't care. We don't care. We beat this up, but everybody needs yep. to go to bed. So let's go <laughs> let's go around here and go. Buddy, what else you got? Um I have I have two things. Yes. My first thing is you also gave a talk today. Oh I did do that. You did. Um which most of us have heard several times 
um, always amazing. Today was a special kind of amazing, though. I don't know about that. Uh, no, it was. I There was something different, and that was a packed room. And they laughed in a, you know, you can make them laugh in a serious situation, which I think is awesome. Um, and at the end, everybody was just quiet. There was a silence in that room. And you know what that says? That says that what you were saying and what you were trying to get them to hear, they heard it because they could feel it. Oh, so impacted everyone in that room. Yes. It in one way or another it did. Whether it be the fact that you're telling them that you went to people for your friend and your coworker and whatever and said, Hey, this person's not okay, they need help. Um you know, people are scared to do stuff like that. You know, one of the things I thought about today when I was th- that the 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 story about me going to the chief and stuff like that, and uh, Josh got accused of something, and he, you know, now that it's you know he's got his pension and he's got all the stuff, and, and he's and uh, but for the longest time I, I wasn't able to to say this, and I think it's about the first time I'm about to say this, and I don't think anybody knows this. So like, uh, so when Josh went to try to get to use this, his own time to be sent to the UCF restores program, uh, which, which is like an in, uh, you live there at, at this uh, place in UCF, mental health mm-hmm. counseling. You know, I think you're there every day, Saturdays you're off. Saturdays and Sundays you're off, but you report back Sundays to go yeah. back to it. Uh, so it's residency, residence, residential, so you live there the whole time. Uh, I was getting fucking late. I can't say words. Uh, but long story short, the Chiefs denied him. I wrote a, I, I called a special friend that I used to have, the large lady that's a, uh, that's a news person in Orlando. I may have serviced her a time or two. And, uh, and I told her about it and uh, wrote a letter. You know, she said, put it on the record and I'll do that. And uh, she did, they did a news story on it. So a news story comes out and it's a leaked letter from the city of Orlando but I had the emails from the chief. So I was able to prove here's the emails and she put the emails up with all the shit. Mm. And you know what, motherfuckers? It wasn't Josh. It was me. So like, I like, but he, he got in, it was like, did you send this? And he's like, no. And like, he, you know, I did tell him, I was like, hey, man, I fucking sent this shit in. You know, I'll take the hit for it. But for the longest time, he took the hit for me. And like, even though they couldn't prove it was him, you know, that, that like I was just so upset for doing that, and for the longest time too, I thought it was a detriment because now I made him like a a bigger target, you know, than it, than he yeah. was for that. But no, I think that people need somebody like you, and they need they need people to advocate for them. And I, whether you realize it or not, you still advocate for him every day. Oh, man. I love the man. I, you know, it's... I love him to death. And the fact that you can get up and you can share something that is so raw and so real for you. Like, people, those 80 people in that room today have no idea that an hour before that you were going to walk out and go home. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Right. They don't, they didn't know that. Yeah. I mean... And, but I think that... As hard as it is for you, I think it is so important 
for you to do those things and to say those things and to make people feel what you're feeling. I appreciate it, buddy. I I just think it's important to do, and I think it you need to keep doing it. It's, it sucks that it's hard for you, but I also think in a way sometimes it's a little bit therapeutic yeah. too. I don't um, know. I don't know that I do this talk again. Like I was telling Corey about this. Like I really. I said the same thing yeah, earlier. I have avoided doing it here at Echo. They've asked a few times, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and I was just, I think it, it, it and in my mind it, it is, it is not one that I'm probably going to do again. And it's just, it's, it's too it, Like I would do it again if he was in a mind state to do it, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that really, you know, Robbie's been through it all, I think, with us here at the company. You know what I'm saying? And the de- and the his deterioration of being able to be here and work with us. And even he, as much as he says he wants to and come back and do stuff, he knows that he can't. Mm-hmm. And he knows that that's, some, that's a limit. But let me tell you, man, I remember having a strong conversation with Robbie about this one time. I don't know if you remember this or not. We were talking about um, Josh being able to come back and teach and mm. stuff like that. And I'm going to tell you, man, like, uh, I, Robbie's is, I call him the HR dude, but all kidding around aside, probably one of the few people that can make me stop and think about the other side of stuff with very few words. And I remember having a strong conversation and the the coolest and the most respectful thing and then as, as pissed off as he was at the time we'll tell you this is that josh thought at some point that he could come work and fly with us oh. come work and fly with us and like uh you know i'm out of the equation everybody knows that's my best friend you know nobody asked me if i would recommend them to come work you know what i'm saying but josh did ask robbie if he would recommend them oh and it's the nicest way of anybody could ever say, he goes, dude, you're a great dude, you're a good guy, but there's no way I can recommend you to come do this job. Mm-hmm. You remember that shit? Oh, yeah. And, like, he's like, fuck this dude. You know what I mean? But then he sat back and looked at it, and he asked me. You you would fucking have my back on it. I go, there's no way I would bring you on the fly, yeah. dude. I said, you, you, there's no way I could do that. Like, how could you even ask that of any of us to even do that? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it was this was one of the hardest, you know, next to, to like, dude, you you can't work here anymore. <laughs> one of the hardest things I've ever had to say to that man. Yeah. And, you know, I love him. Like, I, I think he would be, I would love for him to be right here, right now. Yeah. But could I have him here and be here right now? Not to teach. Yeah. No. Not to teach. That That would not be to our benefit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of fucking knowledge lost there. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, tons. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fucking ability to grasp the attention of people in a classroom. Mm -hmm. And I wish that most of you guys would have had the opportunity to experience that. Because it's one of the most unbelievable teachers and people that can relate information. You know what I'm saying? So uh, unbelievable. But thank you for the nice words, buddy. (laughs) I have one more thing Uh, on our not here time, but in our normal lives time, it is like, I don't know, 3 a.m. almost. Uh, There's a there's a tiny hippo that is having a birthday today who is 11 years old now. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To the to the uh, man like the 
female copy of Jason. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't. Oh, like you were. You remind me to show you the pictures from the other day. <laughs> one of my favorite pictures of these two is like Jason fixing a sink, and the other one right underneath it, yep. right underneath the sink. Like, uh-huh. no help at all whatsoever. But no. she's holding the light. Very attentive. Very attentive. Very. Attentive. She's confident that she could change out a faucet now, though. Yeah, yep, we are right. not going to ever let she her do can. that. Yes. but she's confident she can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She'll give it hell. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, what you got, man? You know, we're wrapping up another year at Echo. Yes. Awesome conference. Yeah. Right? Um, largest one yet for them. Yes. 500 plus. Phenomenal. So um, if you guys have never been, come on out. Yeah. You know. I, I really hope that, you know, obviously it's closer to home next year. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope in that, uh, you know, but they, I, as much as I sometimes, oh, man, just tell us where it's at. Tell us when it's going to be up front. The, mis- the mystery and the mystique of it, I think. <laughs> Waiting. Yeah, I think it. But, man, I was talking to Ashley in like two months ago. They had like 180 people signed up. You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, it it's it, like you're relying on firemen <laughs> yeah. to, and plan to, to plan ahead, yeah. like last oh. minute. Ooh, man, I tell <laughs> you, bro. I said, I, as she was telling me the story, like, um, I was fucking lose. I'm, I'm like, fuck, like, it was killing me. I'm like, how the fuck did you wait that long? You know, they, they spent thousands of dollars. You know, everything that this conference makes goes back into the next conference. Mm-hmm. So they spent thousands of dollars on merchandise and stuff like that. And the biz, the, the, the they didn't spend and, enough. And, and, <laughs> oh, yes. Didn't get my sticker. Yeah. Not going to let the sticker go. Uh, by the way, I've, I, I talked to them. Okay, good. How about this? Yeah. And uh, Aaron, they're going to have a meeting with Aaron. All right, good. Their attorney with our attorney. All right. About the sticker. Okay. This is a problem. It is a problem. Yes, absolutely. Bullshit. <laughs> I can't wait until he gets uh, the evaluation. Yo, sticker, 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 sticker. Card in his email. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. What can we do to improve next yeah. year? Order more fucking stickers. Yeah. I will tell you, man. Sorry. Sorry. Or you got anything else? Oh, man. Black Joe. Whatever your name is. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean, first of all, I just wanted to, to, to shout out to the appreciation of the love that you guys oh, wow. Wow, have, well. have shown me in the, in, the, in the short uh, time that I've been here so, thus far. Talk to you in uh, three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see how and, you feel. We'll see if he comes yeah. back. And, and the thing is, is the theme that really motivates me is... Whether it be the talk or the cadaver lab or the or the water egress, is the is the passion for the work. Oh man, it, we love it. And it, That's it, it sure. you know because anybody can do like a card program or check a box or or do something, you know, have a PVC chair, whatever whatever it may be. <laughs> you know, they, that <laughs> that can happen. But it's it where you really get people engaged is is that passion for the job where Thanks, they really man. start learning things. And, and and bringing it back, it's not a target solutions where you just you you learn it to do the thing. You actually want to learn the information. Man, I appreciate it, man. There are some LL Cool J there. You're hitting Robbie's fucking soft spot, boy. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit, man. Can't Rob- believe how much yeah. I learned about him on the show. Oh man, Roberto, what you got, man? 
uh, another great trip. Uh, enjoyed being here. Yeah. Looking forward to the next one and uh, the people that make the company here. So uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's just been a blast to hang out with everyone this week. Hey, man, I, I do with all sincerity um, uh, hate it to call the audible that we had the other day. But, man, I do appreciate you guys fucking hitting it like you did and coming, you know. Listen, we got to, including myself, got to miss some cool shit. Oh, yeah. We miss some cool shit, but it was what, what it is. You know, what I mean, we had to we had to well, fucking do this. But you I, have hours of video. Yeah, yeah I was just I, say we gotta we gotta re- watch that tape. Yeah, I got I got yeah. it. You're you're you'll see it all. Yeah, That's good. you just you don't know. have to smell it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, but it, it was and you know, you know, sorry, man, but it, it, I'm glad you guys took it with stride, and it is what we have to do sometimes, you know, and so so. But it sucks because the whole time, like. In the pit of my stomach, I go, we're missing some cool shit, oh, you know? And, like, a man that came one time and said something, I'm like, and I almost did tell him, like, don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> don't come back and or share. I'm slapping you with a yeah, tortilla. Yeah, you, I, you're going to yeah. fucking, like, you Next know. year, those two classes are not scheduled at the same time. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, no. no. Right. No, it can't be. The you problem know, there, is you there can't will be tell a me that. In an afternoon. Yeah. You can't tell me that because you can't stand to not know how things are going. Yeah, I know. I like. I want to know how the things are going. <laughs> so not, what are they doing? How's it not, going in there? Yeah. Listen, minute, are they don't, don't are they me. liking don't the doc? He I'm, just has to say it. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny as shit is is that I'm okay not being in there doing that. Yeah, but I, I want to know mm-hmm. how it's going. You know what I'm saying? There's no more joy that I have like the other day when we had the, the lab and I had to only interject a few times and <laughs> say certain things. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, like, because the doc is a doc. He, like, he's good and he knows he's doing it. But, you know, we're still responsible for certain, like, test info and yes. shit like that. We, right. You know, so I had to interject that shit in there. But then I would step back. You know, it's like, you know, like the guy that, that's kicking the guy when the person's already down, like, okay. And then I'm out, you know. <laughs> so, but uh, it is cool to not, to, it is so awesome to have that lab happen. And not be part of it at all whatsoever. Yep. Like, that's fucking cool. Because, you know, that's one less thing that I have to go through. I think it's like 15 less things that you have to do. <laughs> oh, man. It's so awesome, you know. Yeah. And, like, and it was, you know. Um, you know, Water Egress is one of those things that is very hard for me not to be part of. It is probably, you know, as uh, I let go of responsibilities here for, you know, and and. You know, really this year, hitting it really hard, training people to do the lectures and do different stuff. The water egress is still one that I have not, uh, I'm not that comfortable not being there. Mm-hmm. And it's and it, it's just one of the few things we could kill somebody on. Right. That's you know? why it's and okay. It's just, and, right. it's, and, and, it, and I just still have never seen, and I've said this to you before, Jason, mm-hmm. I've never seen it where I don't have to say Something, right? Yeah. You know, like I've backed off and let people run it before. Something breaks. Something gets, you know, st- you know, student gets, you know, not the right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody kicks yeah. their feet. Funny. Yeah. The info. It is what it is, and I, and it, there's got to be a day when there's going to be a few people that just get it down to that science. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And and, uh, and just. When that day comes, man, I'm going to be happier than shit, <laughs> you know. Uh, but 
that's one of the last ones, man. I, I really hope and I, I want people to take it. I want people to do it. But it's got to, that's one that you can't really put too much of your own flavor into it. It's got to be no. done that way. Yep. And that's, you cannot deviate yeah. from the standard that has been set. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, there's a woman upstairs <laughs> that's not on here that's taking a safety break. Because <laughs> I think we all know what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So, till next time, thank you guys for coming to San Diego and La Jolla. <laughs> Bye. Well, jolly. I don't think so. I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. Going back to Cali.